0: Interesting people, relatable stories, relevant, topical. This is 6:30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Picked up by Nurse and he'll- his team to reset, hits a cutting McDavid at center ice, through two Canucks, a third, driving to the net, quick shot score, Connor McDavid from his own blue line, Nurse set the table, and McDavid did the rest. We are tied at one, a breathtaking goal by last year's scoring champion. And here we go again.
1: The season getting underway tonight. Your Edmonton Oilers taking on the Canucks in town for Game 1 of the season. The uh, face-off show gets underway at 8. Puck drop at 8 o'clock. Jack Michaels, of course, the play-by-play voice for your Edmonton Oilers on 630 Chet and the regional TV broadcast on Sportsnet. Hey, Jack! How are you, Jay? I'm better now. How was your summer? Uh, it was fantastic, <laughs> and uh, this has
0: been the most spectacular fall since I've lived here. So let's hope it uh, translates to one hell of a hockey season. Because I think there's roughly 1.2 million uh, <laughs> that would concur with me on that on that score. <laughs> this you- is, you know what? This this has to be. And you could maybe educate me a little bit, but this, I would think, has to be the most anticipated Oiler year in probably 30 years, going back to, you know, when they were coming off the 90 comp and then they made the conference final in 91. I, I can't imagine a season since. Well, that there was more anticipation of what the club could do.
1: Well, Jack, 30 years ago I was only, you know, I wasn't even born yet so I, I can't... Go. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> no, I've only been here for like 22 years, right? So, um, but I think, you know, in that time, I mean, you know, I, I was here for that 2006 run which was, uh, which was a blast and of course it wasn't a blast for many years afterwards. I think people are incredibly pumped over this, thinking of, you know, what happened last year, how close, what has happened with offseason and how the team seems to be coming together and there's a seems to be a lot of really great feel around the coach and and the way that he is leading this team
0: well I, I think there's you know good reason I mean Jay Woodcroft uh, came into a situation where the club was not in Inside the top eight in the Western Conference, not in a playoff position. And he promptly led them to, you know, 26 wins in the final 38 games. He led them to, in their last 15 home games, they lost one game in overtime. They won the other 14. I mean, he did, you know, an amazing job, uh, and and really was was matched only by you know what the guy in Vancouver did in, in terms of just a massive turnaround, and and you know the difference being of course the Canucks were out of it and basically playing for pride, and and you know give Bruce Boudreau their head coach full marks, but I mean Jay Woodcroft took over a team that. You know, I, I think it's fair to say there would have been significant outcry if the Oilers had not made the playoffs last year and, and he withstood all that pressure, came into a tough situation and guided this club to where it had not been since uh, the aforementioned 2006 campaign, which you referenced. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I think there's good reason to feel bullish on Jay Woodcroft and, and what he uh, what impact he had on this club. Uh, the history he has with the team's core players, and yet also the history he has with the team's younger players having coached them in Bakersfield. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: He really has you know prior relationships that now extend six seven years and that goes along with just the general feeling around the club everyone seems to be you know at or near their prime and that's very rare when you look at almost everyone on the roster with the exception of maybe the rookie Dylan Holloway (laughs) uh the second year guy Evan Bouchard I mean all of these players are basically in their prime they're in their mid 20s to early 30s so there's there's a nice blend of experience but not too much experience if if you know what i mean they're not long in the tooth yet they're not you know they're not going to be wowed by any situation and going to the final four last year was a was a tremendous experience for this club yet at the same time what's really struck me throughout the preseason is how their captain connor mcdavid has consistently referenced the fact that they only won one more game than they did in in 2007 (laughs) his point being there are far bigger fish to fry and i think that's a good mindset to have
1: so is is you know i i think that there's pressure or maybe we feel that there's pressure on on the team you know as far as fans and, and that sort of stuff but again i get the sense the way that they approach every single game it's different than the way you know we all sit back and 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 watch it um are they carrying a lot of pressure of the of 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 oilers fans that sort of thing or are they just going in in and the pressures on themselves if, if that's it Well, I I think,
0: really, as an athlete, you should always feel pressure. Because if if you don't, you're probably in the wrong business. (laughs) Staying in professional athletics is, in and of itself, a a chore. I mean, there's always a next wave of talent waiting to push you out of a job. But to your point, and I know what you mean, uh, certainly they feel those expectations. But I think they – They agree with those expectations. I think their attitude is anything short of – You know, uh, of a trip at least to the Final Four would be a massive disappointment. I mean, they're not thinking as they were a year ago, perhaps, hey, let's get into the playoffs, especially when they were struggling uh, before Jay Woodcroft arrived. I mean, that was the goal at that point is making the playoffs. That's not the goal this year. The other thing I think at play, and I'll go back to, again, uh, a situation where the team seemingly is in their absolute prime is – think about the core of the club coming off the playoff year in 2017 and this is why I feel like they're more they're more prepared it, it, you, know, you had Leon Dreisaitl was 22 McDavid was 20 I think Darnell Nurse was 21 or 22 and now they're all in their mid 20s so if there's a bump in the road, and this being the backbone of the team, <laughs> I think there's far, you know, far less likely a chance that it will continue to go south. I think these players have seen it, and and they saw it as recently as last year when they dropped 13 to 15 in one stretch. That there are ebbs and tides, and peaks and valleys in in it over the course of an 82 game season. And and for that reason, I, I'm not necessarily suggesting on this program that the others are just going to rip. through the league i think there's still going to be some lulls and struggles uh and and quite frankly i'd be concerned if there weren't uh, because i think this team will use last year's experience uh the two playoff years prior to that as well as whatever valleys they they negotiate this season Uh, that will all I think pay dividends in late April and May, and hopefully June of uh, of next spring.
1: And Jack, how do you get ready for all of this? Well, I just show up. Oh come on! I mean, half of <laughs> half of life
0: is showing up. I mean, my job is to be there at eight o'clock today. Well, I mean, I, ugh, no, come
1: on. I I. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm fascinated I, I, by what you do and how you prepare and how you know everything that's going on on the ice. And I know you like to kind of poo-poo it well, a little that's, bit. I mean,
0: yeah, you know what? The biggest thing isn't what's going on the ice. It's the biggest thing for me in preparation for a season is finding out what's gone on off the ice. Yeah. I mean, there's still some nuggets that I'm picking up in preseason from some of our colleagues down at 6.30, Chad, that I might have missed over the course of the summer. You know, I, I think it's I, I I feel secure enough to admit that I am not, you know, completely preoccupied with all the offseason wranglings. I mean, I've got I've got baseball games to see uh, all kinds of nooks and crannies of Alberta to explore with respect to either following my son around on the golf course or on the baseball diamond. And, you know, I dropped my daughter off at Penn State this August. So I had a lot to I had a lot to You're go with. Yeah, going so, on. Yeah, I, I I, mean, we all do, but I am, you know, I'm not as, you know, mesmerized. So I, I like to do a, a steady, deep dive throughout September of finding out, you know, hey, where's Darcy Kemper playing goal? And, you know, what happened to this guy? And did this guy retire? And, you know, what does that trade mean? And how, you know, what, what kind of salary cap situation are we looking at? So those are the kinds of things that – that I have to pay, you know, most most attention to is figure out where everyone is in the league, and uh, you know, at this point, again, you you have a handful of guys on on each team that you have to brush up on. But you know, once you've been on the once you've been in the league, and this is my thirteenth <laughs> season, I like to think I have a general idea what's going on. I just <laughs> gotta nail down the fire points.
1: I want to know when Jack Michaels get a, gets a cover on an Edmonton magazine, like your pal Gene Principe on Edify. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, for, first of all, Gene pulls off that. He's got a naturally, you know, <laughs> bronze complexion. His chest hair is exceptionally manly. I mean, I, I, there's not much I can do to compete with that. I mean, you're you're talking about a guy who, who still runs like a deer out on mm. the soccer field. Uh, although I don't know about his coaching acumen. I, I haven't heard a, a great deal of success with him working the sidelines. But uh, no, in all seriousness, <laughs> (laughs) I, you know, we all wish we could be like Gene, Uh, starting first and foremost with what, you know, a nice guy is. He is.
1: He's so
0: nice, he almost makes me sick, to be honest (laughs) with you. So.
1: All right, my friend, uh, we're out of time. Have a fantastic call tonight. Looking forward for uh, to, an, to another season uh, with you all behind the mic. And uh, boy, oh, boy, it's going to be a good one. And can't wait to talk to you once again down the line. Thanks for this. I notice you've learned
0: over the years, Jay You've kind of built in a segment so I don't ramble on. I think last year I was probably on your show for about 44 minutes in this time <laughs> slot. So You've done a much better job of finding a way to kind of rein me in and get that metaphor oracle cane out when it's time for me to go so well
1: done Jack. you are you are welcome to talk as long as you want on my show you know that you know that my friend All right. i will see you around the city okay jack michaels joining us this afternoon yes your edmonton oilers the home opener tonight game one puck drop at eight o'clock puck drop puck drop yeah puck drop at uh, eight o'clock the face-off show starts at six